0: Brand new week, everybody. Welcome in Locked On Lions on a Monday, March 21st and a Tuesday, March 22nd on the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Matt Derry, your host on this very Detroit Lions Podcast. As we talk everything, Honolulu blue and silver football today. It is a mock draft Monday. The guys from the Locked On NFL Draft, Eric Crocker and Ryan Tracy, have their new mock draft out. And their new show out at the Lockdown NFL Draft podcast. You can check it out here on the network. Who do they take for the Lions at 32? And at 2, we will tell you. Coming up momentarily on the podcast. Also, Lions entertaining a free agent today for a visit, reportedly. Uh, Detroit is nowhere near the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. And I'll explain the difference in thinking between Browns ownership and Lions ownership. And also, DJ Chark rips urban Meyer this is good stuff and it also is is uh, prominent here in Detroit because DJ is saying nice things about us which is nice to hear we are brought to you by bet online today's episode proudly sponsored by bet online which has you covered this season with more props odds and lines than ever before bet online where the game starts um, follow me on Twitter at Derry Speaks, dery speaks at locked Online's on Twitter and also, Check out the podcast if you're a Facebook person on the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Uh, A lot to discuss today. Again, Mock Draft Monday. And uh, I listened to this today. Um, Ryan Tracy and uh, Eric Crocker host the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. And obviously things have changed. David Ojabo from Michigan tore his Achilles over the weekend, just brutal, at Michigan's Pro Day, uh, just sucks. So that maybe shifts the mocks a a, a different way because Ojabo is going to be a top 15, top 20 pick. And I think most mocks now will take him into the second or even the third round because he's going to be missing the entire season, which really sucks for a kid like that. I love watching David Ojabo play at U of M last year but in the uh, in the uh locked on nfl draft mock draft on mock draft monday the fellas mocked aiden hutchinson number one to jacksonville there is a lot of steam right now a number 97 from u of m heading to the jaguars at number one many thought originally oh, the the, Lions, the, the jaguars will take a big tackle to protect trevor lawrence but um uh, cam robinson their left tackle who some think they could still switch to right tackle, was franchised. Brandon Scherf signed to play left guard. And now a lot of folks believe that Aiden Hutchinson, following a very good workout at the Combine, has vaulted himself back up into the number one spot. And look, you can never have enough pass rushers. I know they have Josh Allen, not the Josh Allen quarterback, but Josh Allen, the pass rusher, and they could certainly add another edge in Aiden Hutchinson. So what does that leave Detroit to do it too? In the Locked NFL draft, latest mock. Well, these guys go a different direction than we've heard recently. Some folks have said Kyle Hamilton. Some folks have said a trade. Maybe even the kid from Georgia. But no. Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon goes number two in the mock to Detroit. Now, again, I've stated on this podcast, and I'll continue to state it, I don't believe that a player that bowed out of the combine after a couple of drills fits the mold of one, the Danimal, Dan Campbell. The Lions have a certain look to them. The Lions have a certain type of player that they want. If you ever listen to Troy Weaver, the Pistons GM, talk about, I'm looking for Pistons. I do believe Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell are looking for Lions. hardworking, gritty types. Kayvon Thibodeau, to me, would be a, an excellent pick at number 2, and I think he's got a big-time ceiling but I don't see the gritty toughness type of guy in Thibodeau that I think Hamilton provides from Notre Dame and any of these other options for the Lions had to provide. Kayvon could be the pick. I could be wrong, but this guy did it, went through a couple of drills at the, uh, at the senior at the combine and said, I'm out, I'm done. I'm not doing anything else. And he left. And I don't, you know, guys have done that before. This is not the first time that's happened. But I don't think that is something that the Lions like. You know, what what do you question about Thibodeau? You don't question his first step. You don't question his strength, his speed. But you question his motor. Is he motivated to play? Does he want to be a football player and football player only? Folks have said Kayvon Thibodeau's got you know, uh, a business uh, deals already. Just like and Sue did. Well, the Lions took and Sue, albeit it was a different organization back then. But I don't know if I... I still say that Detroit, after not getting Marcus Williams in free agency and not signing any other safeties, at least at the moment, I think if Aiden Hutchinson goes number one, I really believe that Detroit is going to take Kyle Hamilton at two to play safety alongside Tracy Walker. I truly believe that. So that's something to keep an eye on. Also on this mock draft, Malik Willis is the first quarterback taken off the board, going number 9 to Seattle. So, you venture all the way back down to number 32, and on this mock and again you can listen to it on the network, no other quarterbacks get taken. And then at 32, the Lions draft Kenny Pickett out of Pitt. Now, both hosts mention on the show, and I don't give it all away, but Eric and Ryan both kind of mention that, hey, listen, if there's a team that really needs a quarterback badly, that they might trade up with Detroit, get their guy, and the Lions can get some additional draft capital. I would never have thought in a million years that Kenny Pickett would still be there at 32. This is the first mock I've seen. These two guys, if you listen to their podcast, have been talking a lot each week about Matt Corral, as a Lions option at 32. Remember, Detroit has a crowded quarterback room right now, as they have um, Jared Goff, who I don't think is going anywhere for right now, uh, Tim Boyle, Mr. August, and David Blau. So sitting here saying, oh, the Lions are definitely going to take a QB, I'm not so sure. Not so sure. And this quarterback draft is brutal. And now things are starting to shape up. The Colts got Matt Ryan today. The Falcons got Marcus Mariota on a two-year deal. That doesn't preclude any of these organizations, although the Colts don't have a first-round pick. But Atlanta, any of these teams from taking a QB. Seattle has Drew Locke. Uh, That's not going to get it done. So, Kenny Pickett being there at 32 would be a surprise to me. But if you're the Lions, why wouldn't you take a chance on a guy like that? That would not... Now, again... Wide receiver at 34. They still need edge rushers. They still need defense. They still need linebackers. There's still a lot of needs with this team. But five picks in the top 100, four picks in the top 70, you got to get these right. And so far, Brad Holmes, I think from his drafting, at least is off to a pretty good start. So that's your latest here on Mock Draft Monday with what the guys from the Locked On NFL Draft uh, Network talk about. Lions, speaking of edge rushers, had one reportedly in town today. I'll tell you who that is coming up next. Built Bar, baby. Oh, yeah. Have you had these built puffs yet? Like, Built Bar, I've been telling you, is the greatest tasting protein bar ever. But if you haven't had the puffs yet, they are incredible. First ever protein infused marshmallow. Fluffy, marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat. They're covered in 100% real chocolate, and it's like candy it's like a s'mores but instead it's good for you try the coconut marshmallow built puffs they're incredible all the built bars are great covered in 100 real chocolate 100 real chocolate low calorie high protein replace your candy bars with these seriously go to built.com and you can see it 130 calories in these built bars four grams of sugar four net carbs and 17 grams of protein compare that to a candy bar which is like 240 calories ridiculous I'm a big fan of the Cookies and Cream Bar. Love that one. You can check out what you want and get them at Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, so Free Agency is going on right now. It is, what, week number two of Free Agency? We kind of had a... A quiet week last week. It wasn't a crazy week for the Lions. Lost some guys. Re-signed most of their own guys. Went out and got DJ Chark, the wide receiver from Jacksonville. Mike Garofolo of the NFL Network reporting today that the Lions have Arden Key scheduled for a visit today. It's the first free agent visit for Key. Major Key, DJ Khaled. Arden Key was a 2018 Third round pick of the Raiders, uh, slid to the third round, was a big time talent out of LSU, and really never performed in Oakland slash Las Vegas. Then the Raiders let him go last offseason. He had three sacks in 2020. 2021, he signed with the 49ers, had a pretty decent year. Six and a half sacks for number 98, Arden Key, now a free agent. Lions, of course, re up to Charles Harris. They've got the Okwaras, but you never have enough edge rushers. And so Arden Key would be that guy, still pretty young, 24, 25 years of age. Um, And we'll see where this ends up and goes, but the Lions still have room to spend in free agency. And like last year where Charles Harris was kind of a reclamation project and Todd Walsh and the defensive line staff did an excellent job Getting Harris a two-year, $14 million deal, he earned it with a seven-and-a-half sack season. Nothing great by any stretch of the imagination, but clearly the best guy uh, the Lions had rushing the passer last year. To go out and sign a guy like Arden Key, I, I don't think would be a bad move at all. So keep your eye on that for right now um, and see if there, we'll, we'll see if there's a deal that uh, is down the pike here um, today or tonight. Usually when these guys leave town, that means there's no deal. But we'll see where uh, uh, if Arden Key ends up uh, signing with the Lions. Speaking of signings and everything else, um, and I want to get into this DJ Chark uh, comments on Urban Meyer and Dan Campbell in a second. But something happened over the weekend that stunned a lot of people, and that is that Deshaun Watson was supposed to choose between Atlanta and New Orleans For his next destination, that the Houston Texans, of course, are ready to trade their franchise quarterback after he sat out all of last year, after handful handfuls of women came forward, massage therapists, and said that he was uh, sexually assaulting them. He's got 22 civil cases still looming over his head, but the NFL uh, has not said anything yet about Deshaun Watson and whether they'll suspend him. Charges have been dropped. And uh, at least outside uh, regular court, not civil court, and Deshaun Watson will not be uh, charged with anything when it comes to these allegations. So he's free to play. And what do the Cleveland Browns and owners Jimmy and Dee Haslam do? They go out, and in the last hour, the 13th hour, the 11th hour, or whatever they call it, they signed. They agreed to sign Deshaun Watson to a five-year, $230 million contract, giving him around $45 million a year, and they guarantee all of the money. So all of a sudden, Deshaun Watson tells the Browns, I'm out of the running for you guys. No offense. I'm either going home to Atlanta or I'm going to New Orleans. I'm staying in the South. I'm good. The Browns come back with $230 million guaranteed. Largest guaranteed contract, hands down, the league has ever seen. And now, Watson's going to Cleveland to play with Nick Chubb, Peoples-Jones, Amari Cooper, and that very good offensive line. And the Browns are going for it. Let me tell you one organization that would never, ever do this. And I'm not ripping this organization. But that's the Detroit Lions. Female ownership in Sheila Ford Hamp, previous female ownership in Mrs. Ford, and Martha Firestone Ford, they're not going to take a chance like this. From the decency handbook sense of things for the Cleveland Browns, that handbook has been thrown in the fireplace. It's burning. This guy's got 22 civil cases still over his head. The league may suspend him for a few games to start the season leaving Jacoby Brissett to have to start for the Browns until Deshaun Watson can um, play. And yet the Browns traded three number one picks and decided, screw it, we're going for it. They, They issued a statement today. We interviewed Deshaun. We talked to his agent. We talked to people around him. We talked to the league. We did our due diligence. You would never, ever see the Lions make a move like this. This is not... N-O-T, not what the Lions do. The Lions right now are building a culture. They are surrounding their good players with, 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 with what they think is upgrades and talent and good citizens. Think about it. Who in the Lions locker room right now is a problem? There are no problems. Some of them left on their own accord and asked out because they hated Matt Patricia. But for the most part, this has been a, a band of choir boys. As they try to build this positive culture and get away from what has doomed them in the past, which was uneasiness, uh, you know, choking in games, whatever it took. It seems like the Lions now are bringing in good, good people, and they also think some good football players. Guys that fit with Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell, and unfortunately for some of you, Sheila Ford Hamp won. Could the Lions have spent a lot of money? First of all, Deshaun Watson wasn't coming to Detroit. This is a rebuild. But I'm just using this as an example. This is not something the Lions have ever done. A few years ago when Kareem Hunt was out there and the Lions were in desperate need of a running back, they didn't touch him. When Lyle Collins was accused of uh, things off the field, and was available and did not get drafted. I think it was drugs or something. Um, or no, it was murder of a, of, a, of a family member, I believe. Or his girlfriend or something. The Dallas Cowboys grabbed him, not the Lions. Now Lyle Collins is with the Bengals making a lot of money. The Lions could have used Lyle Collins, but no, 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 no. They weren't going to take that chance. They weren't going risk, to risk that one. I could go on and on. Last year, uh, Micah Parsons had some issues with hazing at Penn State. Some people said this guy's got problems. He's mean. Lions didn't draft him. Now, again, the Lions drafted a good player in Panay Sewell. Micah Parsons turned out to be a franchise changer in Dallas. Lions didn't go near him. So, again, this is what the, where this organization is, whether you like it or not. If you're sitting around with your buddies going, what did Derry say on Lockdown Lions about this whole Deshaun Watson thing? Well, I used to be a Browns fan. I grew up in Cleveland. I'm not really a Browns fan anymore. But I see where the Browns are doing. But I do have a little bit of a problem with it. I mean, the, the, this guy might have sexually assaulted 20-plus women. They're all lying? I, I don't know. I feel a little dirty as a Clevelander. But I get what they're doing. They're trying to win. I do. I think the Lions are trying to win, too, but they're also trying to win in their way, which is a nicer way, with good citizens. So I would never have seen him here. That's for sure. Hey, it's that time of year again. College basketball's tournament is here. We got the Sweet 16. Congrats to Michigan and company. Great to see Chris Weber back, wasn't it? (laughs) I I love Juwan Howard, but the other guy. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Chris is in the locker room telling the players how much he loves them. Oh, please. You don't, you couldn't even name one player. Go back to California. Uh, anyway, Michigan's in the Sweet 16. You want to bet on the games Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? There's only one place to do it. That is betonline.net. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, betonline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. They're the best spot for all your scores, podcasts, and news this season. Want to know about the NHL trade deadline? They've got it. the whole call covered for you at betonline.net. Not just basketball, BetOnline has hockey, live betting, and your favorite Vegas casino games. Heck, if you want to bet on these spring training games, go for it in Major League Baseball. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, final thing on the show today. The Athletic wrote a column, a piece today, uh, by Mike Sando and Jason Jenkins. It's a a Jason Jenks. Behind the scenes look at the Jacksonville Jaguars and Urban Meyer this past year. Uh, It was a, as they call it, the most toxic environment NFL players have ever been a part of. And there's many, many different players, unnamed players, anonymous players and coaches quoted in this piece talking about how horrible Urban of a person Urban Meyer was to Jaguar players and coaches. Then they get one guy on the record to talk about it, none other than Lions new wide receiver DJ Chark, who when he signed with the Lions said, the culture is big and that's something that I really want to be a part of like a family, it feels like I'm entering one, I'm accepted. Then in the article at theathletic.com, Chark goes in on Urban Meyer. Quote, you've got players in fear that they're going to lose their jobs. You've got coaches who he, Meyer, belittled in front of us, and I can only imagine what he was doing behind closed doors. I'm surprised he lasted that long, to be honest with you. (laughs) Uh, He went on to say that he feels like threats are what motivates, Shark said. Uh, There was a story in the article where uh, Urban Meyer forced DJ to do extra reps, including uh, taking more uh, catches, uh, passes after practice, and he broke his finger, ending his season in practice. Quote, I knew he would come up to us and tell us that the receivers weren't doing good. He wasn't going to fire us. He was going to fire our coach. He would usually say that when the coach was around, end quote. What a disgusting person Urban Meyer was in Jacksonville. I don't know what got to him. The guy was a great and is a great college football coach. And I like watching him on TV. I think he does a decent job. But this is gross. Absolutely gross. Like berating coaches, talking about guys in a racial tone, saying that, uh, I guess, John Brown, the wide receiver, came in in and he ran a wrong route. And Meyer basically said the guys from the South, uh, um, 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 you know, their grades were doctored or something. Their transcripts weren't all right. Like, that's, that's borderline racist. You can't have an NFL coach threatening to fire his receiver's coach in a practice in front of his players. Belittling players, staff, deflecting blame, having players do extra reps. This isn't hairy high school stuff. This is hairy. That's what it seems like. But it's not high school. It's the NFL. So check it out at theathletic.com if you have a subscription. But give DJ Char credit. He came forward and said, hey, I'm leaving Jacksonville. This is stuff that happened. And he is in a better place when it comes to culture. Dan Campbell would never pull that. Dan Campbell's a professional with his players. So good for DJ Chark at least to be quoted and not be anonymous in this piece. You know, everybody has heard the stories. It's gross. That'll do it for Locked On Lions for today, a Monday, March 31st. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. We'll be back tomorrow.